Hello, sexies. You are listening to Sisters of Sexuality, Five Shades of Play, and I am Taylor Sparks, your host and sex goddess for the evening. We are here for the purposes of educating, entertaining, and informing you in all areas of sexuality, sexual health, kink, relationships, and the business of sex. I am so excited as I am every week to welcome my guests onto the show. And today's guest is not only stunningly gorgeous, but amazingly smart. But before I bring her on, let me give you a little bit about her. Dr. Flora Luyando completed her doctorates in acupuncture and Chinese medicine at Pacific College of Oriental Medicine in San Diego. Prior to that, Dr. Luyando attended Pacific College of Oriental Medicine in New York, where she received her Master of Science in Oriental Medicine and her Associate Degree in Massage Therapy. Dr. Flora, as she is affectionately called, is also a Chinese herbalist. Prior to her journey in traditional Chinese medicine, Dr. Flora attended West Virginia University, where she studied dental hygiene. Dr. Flora's mission is to provide Eastern and Western treatments to all who seek to live a healthy and balanced life. Her unique approach to combining the two practices allows her to create specialized treatment plans specific for her clients. Flora Healing Body Works knows that staying healthy is an art that continues to blossom when embraced by a safe, warm, and loving touch. She shares both of her listed and medical practice suggestions on her show called Love Stream, which airs weekly. Dr. Flora is a New York State licensed acupuncturist and New York State licensed massage therapist. She is also a member of the Acupuncture Society of New York and the American Massage Therapy Association, and she is bilingual in both English and Spanish. Dr. Flora, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me, beautiful. I'm so excited to have you here, gorgeous, Miss Sexy One. Um, Dr. Um, Flora and I met through a mutual friend not too long ago, and it was like an instant connection. So I'm like, I got to have you on the show and talk about, you know, the things that you do, because you are really, um, you know, combining both Eastern and Western medicines. You know, sometimes people are stuck with one thing or the other, and I think they don't realize how the combination um, really can help them holistically with their overall health. So, but tell me, how did you even get interested in, in Oriental medicine? You know what? Interesting. I get that question asked to me many, many times. And I have to say, I just followed my heart and my desire. And um, I was a flight attendant for many, many years. And when the whole 9-11 came about, um, I still continued to work. I was one of the first that volunteered to go back into the air after 9-11. And I love what I did. Um, but then there was layoffs, you know, and that happened. And I knew that I always wanted to get back into the medical field. And then it landed. And I say I landed it. It landed in me. And it is now a beautiful journey. Nice, nice. But why, why oriental medicine as opposed to, you know, just the traditional medicine? I mean, I know you were working in the dental area. What was the attraction to the Eastern medicine? It was always in me. Um, I don't have one specific answer, but it always boils mm -hmm. down to my Puerto Rican roots, my Caribbean mm -hmm. roots, my grandmother. Um, she's definitely one of the biggest, biggest, biggest heroes in my life. And so traditional Chinese medicine has that Lord. same theory. So that's where it goes. So how, how did your grandmother influence you? Well, since day one. 
I've always remember my grandmother in the kitchen and always talking about, you know, you have to not only go to the doctors. And when she said doctors, that was from automatically Western. And she would say it in Spanish. Right. It's a prevent, convention. But then here you go. This is um, this herb here. This is garlic. This is oregano. This is thyme. And we're going to mix it up because food is medicine. And then when you really, really get sick, I'm going to make some oils for you. And so, so many things. And then when I decided to do the traditional methods of Chinese medicine, it all boiled down to that. Mm -hmm. Isn't that interesting? Sometimes we, sometimes I think we don't even realize our path is laid before us <laughs> by friends, yeah. by family or mentors when we're young. And then we grow up and we're like, where did this come from? And, I'm, and you're, you end up drawn to it, you know, if, it's, if it is your path. But sometimes we end up drawn to certain things. And I think sometimes we go away from the path because we're like, oh, that was just something somebody did and it was fun. But then you end up right back there where, you're, where I think where you're supposed, supposed to be. Mm. So when you started studying Oriental medicine, you know, you got the influence from your grandmother and you got this interest in herbs. When you first started studying it, what was it, as you learned more about what different herbs did, how, how did that, did that remind you of your grandmother? Was it something Absolutely, that yes. Absolutely, yes. So I really feel that it was my purpose. And mm. I am now following my purpose. At that time when I was studying, it was more like, oh, this makes more sense. This makes more sense. And I'm like, no. Hmm, and visualizing my grandmother and the things that we did together and as a family, as women, as men, because in the Puerto Rican culture, you have men and women in the kitchen as well. And right. it just made sense to me. And so there was things that I'm like, hmm, as I'm studying, this herb doesn't come from China. This herb comes from Africa. This herb comes from the Caribbean. Oh, and yeah, this herb comes from China, but this is beautiful. This is a blend of indigenous roots. And so as I'm studying and doing that, it just started making more sense to me. And I'm like, yes, Eastern and Western together is just going to make an amazing, amazing platform for me as I believe in my heart and in my spirit that this is where I needed to be. And now after eight years, it's confirming that this is where I wanted to be and needed to be. And this is where you are. Isn't it nice to be where you you know, to be planted where, where you want to be. I was, um, I think I had spoken, I might've mentioned this story to a few other people about, um, I think Brene Brown was talking about the difference between those who kind of drill down in one career and some people are hummingbirds. And, yeah. and I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but she was, she was telling the story about, she had spoken at some event and she was all feeling herself. And when she got back to her hotel, she was looking at comments about the events. And this woman commented that she was looking to be able to find her passion when she went to see her speak. And she felt worse after listening to Brene Brown speak than she did before because she realized she wasn't passionate about any one particular thing. And Brene Brown felt so bad because she said, you know, I'm always talking about find your passion, find your passion, go down that path. And she realized that some people, like I'm going to use my daughter, for example, who since she was two has been attracted to dance and singing and music. That's been her whole path. That, that was it. No matter what else she did, she always was drawn to that. And she has since grown up, gone to college for dance, and it's been and still in that career. That was her career. Whereas my son and I, which I had to explain this to him, 
um, are what they call hummingbirds. And the purpose of a hummingbird in life is to cross-pollinate flower to flower to flower to flower to flower to flower. So some people have, they do one thing for 10 years, then they do a different thing for 10 years, they do something totally different for 10 years because they're hummingbirds. And that's a totally different path and really okay to take as well. But when you find the thing that you love, you go for it and then you go, well, that was nice because I'm a hummingbird myself. So it has been yeah, it's it's just a whole different thing, but yeah, the world needs both. My favorite, I agree, and I I I love that story that you just planted because um, I am a bird. I, one of my favorite favorite bird is a parrot. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and I and I love it, and it fits me because my grandmother used to say, "You talk so much, but guess um, what? I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to listen to what you say because." You need balance, and the balance is learn to listen as well. Mm. Don't right. always ask the questions. Observe. And when she said all this, and this was, you know, said in Spanish, it just made sense. And the story that you're saying now with hummingbird, I, I really appreciate the meaning that she gave me with a parrot. And you know, at the end of the day, it's a beautiful bird, and it's me. And I will say this to everyone that the name Flora Healing is actually. Um, be a hub you know when people hear my name I was named after her but I really named my business after her and I to this day will always be grateful for her mm-hmm, mm-hmm. stay um if you I'm not sure I just I meant to I meant to ask you ahead of time if you were close to are you on a speaker or are you on a headset I'm on a headset okay yeah because you're fading in and out a little bit but it may just be the um it may just be the technology <laughs> that, that that we have okay um so tell me so you you do the oriental medicine did that include the acupuncture or one was the herbalist is different than the oriental medicine or is it all included under the under you know what you get your degree in how does acupuncture all, come into play it's all included it's all okay. included so that's way to explain it is in traditional chinese medicine your acupuncture is the main hub, right? Mm-hmm. And then everything else along with it is a modality. So you add the herbs along with it. And then you add qigong, and then you add tai chi, and then you add coffee, and then you add all those flavors together, and that's what you got. It's kind of basically when, this is how I explain <clears throat> it to the Western world that are used to Western medicine, is that you go to pharmacy school, right? And that's mm-hmm. separate. You go um, and become a just general doctor, but then you want to increase that and become an OBGYN doctor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you go to dental school and then you just do general and then you add um, that you want to be a periodontist. Mm-hmm. So that's the best way to explain I traditional Chinese. I see. When learning about acupuncture, were you nervous to use the needles? No, never nervous. Never. As a little girl, I actually love needles. <laughs> I would be as a little girl getting injections and, and be like, ooh, I want to see my blood. Yay. <laughs> as my mother standing there like, oh, my God, I got a vampire here. <laughs> that is amazing. Can you hear me there? 
Yes, I hear you loud and clear. Perfect, perfect. That is fun. Yeah, the needles, I've only been to an acupuncturist once and I don't like needles. Actually, the tattoos I have are all in the back <laughs> until recently because I don't want to see the needle. <laughs> like, I don't want to see the needle, I don't want to see the needle. And, um, and I went to an acupuncturist one time trying to de-stress and I thought maybe I'll try this. You know, I'm good for trying different things. And, um, and he's like, don't worry if you fall asleep. I'm like, oh, no. Once I wake up in the morning, I never fall back to sleep. And I was sound asleep. <laughs> I, yes. So, Dr. Flora, tell us about the, the acupuncture needles. I, I was mentioning my experience with it. So t tell us, are there different sizes and, you know, the different purposes? Oh, amen. Just, you know, you said you call this sexy show. Well, hello, different sizes for different places. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 Let's keep it sexy and real. So, yes, with the needles is the same kind of method. There's different variations. There's different um, ways it's made at different companies. And one thing for sure that is all the same, that it definitely does not hurt. It may pinch, but it's like a hair, a slight hair. It's okay. very clear, very different from phablomy needles. What kind of needles? Phablom, oh, excuse me. Drawing blood, phlebotomy. Phlebotomy, <laughs> drawing blood. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that either. My veins, my veins tend, tend to roll. So you also mentioned qigong. What, what is qigong? Yeah, qigong is basically something like reiki. It's a form of energy that I okay. use and helps move the energy from your body. And we maybe blockage from clearing things out. Basically, like reiki. Medical Qigong, which I do in my office way before COVID began, was doing that um, many years before they even called it telemedicine. I was doing it through healing through the phone and also through the laptop and Skype when people knew what Skype was. Yeah. Speaking of COVID, how, how has that affected your business, you know, not only directly, but um, have you had to do more things online or people are just coming in masked or you know, after you were able to open back up, how has that been for you? For me, you know, I have to say it never really stopped. Um, okay. I've been doing this type of medicine for so long that, again, like I said, was using Skype and stuff that my patients trust me. And mm -hmm. I just continue to transform it, you know. So all the things that they were doing in core telemedicine, um, there was no names for that. We were just doing it. We were healing through energy. We were healing through phones. So I just never publicized it because most people were not ready for that. But my patients in my office would because I have a lot of patients from all over, from the West Coast, the East Coast, um, mm -hmm. internationally. And some people move. So when they start with me in New York City and then they decide to go somewhere over the country, I say, hey, we can do this through Skype or we can do this through phone. And they're open to it. And then they realize, oh, my God, this works. Very nice. Oh, well, that, that must be that. I'm, I'm so happy for you business-wise, of course, and even happier uh, that your clients were still able to stay connected to you, even that it's on, you know, on, on Skype, because a lot of people, I mean, have you, has you, have you personally within your business, you know, found customers just having just a greater amount of stress due to the COVID, you know? Yeah, unfortunately, yes. And the answer to that is that I decided to combine with telemedicine under the doc doc and they can find me through that as well and i link it up and we do it through zoom and we do sessions like that so i 
expanded it, not only for Skype and through the phone, but I expanded for people that now understand the meaning of telemedicine. Mm -hmm. wonderful 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 so yes it slowed down but at the end of the day I'm still seeing patients um, mm -hmm. I'm used to seeing 20 patients a day but now it's slowed down to maybe seven or eight but guess what I'm still in the flow I'm still understanding that I am where I'm supposed to be it allows yes. me to work more on my creativity and on writing and I'm dancing and everything else that I've always wanted to do I'm just doing it taking it out of the cobweb Ah, that's so nice. Yeah, I, you know, something, some, I know a lot of people, you know, have lost family members and the stress has just been, you know, ab abundant in so many, in so many different ways. And some people who may not even have lost anyone or may not even know anyone that has actually died, just watching the news in itself can be so stressful watching every day as they keep ticking up the numbers, ticking up the numbers. And I believe it creates a vast amount of anxiety in, inside your own body, you know? And I mean, what do you say to your clients to help them, you know, to kind of to remain calm under this, mm -hmm. under this craziness at this time? What advice can you give? Beautiful question. And that's why I love your name. Because you start the fire, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Kayla, there is no mistake, baby girl. Um, what I truly feel is I keep it simple. Simplicity. Going with the flow. You know, and I honestly have to say that the more and more simplicity is in life, the more you can follow your purpose and with clarity. And what I started doing with my patients was just letting them breathe. A reminder to breathe. A lot of people weren't breathing correctly before no. COVID. No. COVID, even more now during this whole process of the fear and the sickness and what's going on. So I develop a technique of breathing techniques that I've been doing for years and just added it at a little bit more, some different techniques due to COVID. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this, you find this has been much, so much more helpful for them. Correct. Yeah. You know, something else that you do that a lot of people don't do, and I don't even know if people even realize this about the tongue and how mm. the surface of the tongue is believed to contain the map for the entire body. And I know I don't, they do it in Eastern medicine, but not in Western medicine. How, what do you do with your clients and how do you, you know, consult them regarding what's going on with their tongue? Oh yeah. See, that's another modality. Uh, that we have been doing for years, ancient time. In Eastern medicine, the Westerns do look at the tongue, but in a different perspective, different ideas. Mm -hmm. And what I do, again, is Eastern and Western combinations. Since I was a dental hygienist and went to dental school, I also look at it in that aspect, blend it in with my flavor, what my grandmother showed me, and then add the flavor in Eastern medicine and traditional Chinese medicine. And I call it my mofongo. I call it my gumbo and the magic appears, right? And mm -hmm. so it's very important to look at the tongue because it shows your organs externally. You know, before it was x-rays, you had that. So that's another additive while taking a pulse as well to help you diagnose the map of that specific patient. So what, so what, tell me what, what does the, like, you know, not without using, without using anyone's names, of course, what do you see or smell or feel when you look at the tongue that tells you about what's happening in another part of the body? Okay, great question. So I'm going to give one example because what's happening today with COVID mm -hmm. 
you're going to see a lot of blockage. And so you're going to see a lot of purple, like bluish purple around the tongue. And you're going to see a lot of red as well. Red is inflammation. Red is heat, right? Um, mm. And then the blue and purple is blockage. And basically that's the same idea with COVID in the Western world, right? You can't breathe because you're blocked. Then you mm. have um, your immune system is low, so you have inflammation, right? So mm. then you come to me, I mix it up, put down the fungal and the jumbo, and then mm. you hook it up, you know? And not everyone has a specific uh, identity of the other person, but you're going to have correlations. You're going to say, I can't breathe. You're going to say, I feel weak. And then I come mm -hmm, back. Mm -hmm. So that's the best explanation to keep it really simple. And then I give them a specific herb to cool them down. Then I'll give them another herb to boost their energy. Then I'm helping with the breathing technique. And then I put points. The best way to say these points are like your map in your body too. The acupuncture. Okay. It's like the train system. If anyone has been in a train, and specifically New York City, I say that, um, is that the trains stop in different destinations. You got 125th Street, you got Grand Concourse in the Bronx, you got Brooklyn, right. you got Manhattan, you got Harlem, 120. You got all these stops, and in between, you got local stops. Now, if you do not take care of the local stops, you're going to feel clogged up by the time you get off on 125th Street, Harlem. Yeah. You know, you're going to feel edgy, you want to fight, you want to have you scream, you want to curse somebody out, or yeah. you want to leave you alone, right? But if mm -hmm. you start using those mats with the points, you start relieving that blockage. That's the best way to explain acupuncture as well. Wow. So you, so we're doing acupuncture on the tongue to remove the blockages? Sometimes you can. The answer to that is yes. There's not one answer all the time. It varies. And the answer mm -hmm. to that is yes. You can put the needles anywhere, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Everywhere from your vagina, from your anus, from okay. Your why, why, why are we putting needles on the vagina? I needed to say that, right? This is uncensored. I love it. It's um, um, it sounds like BDSM to me. What, why, why, are you putting needles, why are you putting needles on the pussy? <laughs> yes, wow. You know, right. And one of the answers for that is to bring some juice. Sometimes there's no juice for that lady, right? She's going through menopause. Mm -hmm. Then you bring that, you form some juice up, then you got some juice. Or maybe she wants some juice to have some sex and have a lovely sex with a partner, right? And okay. that. it brings some more juice for that. Um, so the mental state, it helps with mental state because it's connected. Your brain and your vagina is connected in the Chinese medicine world or in the Eastern medicine world. So there's points to help with that to alleviate the mental because sometimes it could be more mental than hormones that, you know, maybe you were brought up in a way where, you know, you were Christian. Oh mm -hmm. my God, no, I can't, I can't show my, my vagina. And, and, you know, subconsciously, you can't juice it up in the bedroom now, right? So now right. it helps you mentally. That's another way of forming some juice up there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what about for men? Do you, is there a reason or a way to use the acupuncture on men's genitals? Yeah, or penises? You have the penis. And mm -hmm. it's the same method. There's certain locations in that area that will formulate the person to ejaculate better. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, I get a lot of questions and DMs, believe it or not, on places like LinkedIn about 
you know, men dealing with a premature ejaculation. Can acupuncture assist with that? You know, both physically or yes. mentally? Both. So the answer is that physically and mentally, because I've had great success in men coming to me. And you know, one of the important things that I believe is that men are not coming into whether Western or Eastern medicine, you know, more so less in the Eastern estrogen world and in the Eastern world that they're not coming in as much. But I have been very thankful that I have tons of men coming into my office. Mm-hmm. And I say that that is a beautiful thing. And one of the major things that's happening with them is that they're not ejaculating enough or they're ejaculating too much, which is causing them to be weak and not allow them to have enough energy to sustain beautiful sex with their partner. So that's so, important as well. So some men, you said some men are not ejaculating enough, meaning that they may be trying to impregnate their woman and they're not getting enough semen coming through? Correct. Okay, and the ones who are ejaculating too much is they're losing all of their essence and their energy. Correct. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Everything is in balance. Sometimes they're ejaculating too much because um, they're not getting satisfied, right? So they feel that the way to get satisfied is, you know, every morning, every night, ejaculating and, and playing with themselves. But you know what? You're actually losing so much essence that there's something more mental there. Is it something that you were upset with your wife or when you were a young child, your mother or your father said something that affected you throughout life? Number mm-hmm. three, is it something that you feel that you're not considered, quote unquote, man enough, right? So then when you get into the bedroom, then you're trying to blame the woman, but really it could be you, you know? So let's look at the bigger picture. Let's look at balance. <clears throat> let's look at it. Look at men and women individually. And I've been very thankful and blessed to have helped many people in my office with those issues. Yes, yes. I've, 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 you know, spoken with other sex educators and the such, both men and women who talk about that particular thing regarding men. Of course, we've talked about women and the things that women can do to increase um, their, their juices in their, in their vagina. And, but even talking about men, um, one of the gentlemen I have on Dwayne Mooney was talking about men being able, to, and it was another guy being able to hold their seed and not ejaculate every day. One, because it does, you know, you lose that energy, you lose that essence. Um, but also sometimes men, I'm talking about men who are in relationships now, will, will would rather masturbate and ejaculate than go through the time it takes to get their woman ready for sex and they've become fucking lazy. (laughs) They have become fucking lazy because like, oh, I got to get her wet. I got to get her. Like, if you think, if you would rather play with your own fucking hand than the woman that's laying in bed next to you, you probably don't need to be in that relationship. That's just my thought. (laughs) Oh, I I know what, and I have to say this. I absolutely have to agree. And I'm going to be very clear. Dr. Florida Leandro is not man bashing. I'm being very clear that we have to work on our own personal garbage. And when we work on our own personal garbage, it is not about men and women bashing. It's about totally understanding your own spirit. And sometimes Mm -hmm. when that happens and a man is doing that, there's something lost mentally there that they're not connected to. Maybe you never loved her or maybe you never loved him. Or let's keep it real. There's something deep within yourself that you have to work on. Maybe you're overstressed at work. There's so many different reasons for it. But at the end of the day, we have to be responsible. And if you do not want to satisfy your lady in bed and give her a nice, nice rub down or even a nice 
information yeah. and looking in that area, then there's something there's something differently wrong because now you just felt selfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just either selfish or lazy. But yeah, there's definitely a breakdown in the communication between the partners, you know, and you know, sometimes we you know, we all, you know, everyone's responsible for their own happiness and and their own bullshit. We all bring bullshit to the fucking relationship, right? So it's like, sometimes we have to look at ourselves and go, what's my bullshit? You know, what am I saying that my partner isn't doing enough of this and my partner isn't doing enough of that? And you have to kind of look within and go, okay, what bullshit am I bringing to this fucking relationship and to the table and, and have an open, I think, you know, communication of me as a woman who is, you know, open, married, poly, kinky, I discovered, one of the things I discovered in opening our relationship was the amount of things that was not said and the mm -hmm. amount of people who are in relationships that um, they just don't have to talk. They, they just don't talk about the things they want and they don't want, um, a lot of people are in relationships that they are in fear of somebody leaving or not leaving, so they don't rock the boat. And, you know, then as an educator, talking about everything now, I've discovered how so many people just are living in fear and they're in relationships they don't want to be in, but, they, but they, they're living that, oh, well, what else is their life? I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me? Because I think that's the beautiful thing that I personally believe that um, COVID is a blessing in disguise. It allows to bring a lot of things up. Whether you feel, oh my God, I really don't love this person. Oh my God, I really don't love what I'm doing. Um, yeah. Work-wise, personal-wise, I think this is a blessing in disguise to really wake up and say, oh my God, I really need to take care of my health. Or wow, I also need to stop being lazy or I need to stop being selfish. Because at the end of the day, you have to be accountable for yourself. And what the beauty of this whole entire thing of COVID-19 is speaks on all this, whether it's sexuality, mental, physical, spiritual, mm -hmm. leaving a relationship, waking up and saying, I am important, or I want to have sex every day, but guess what? I don't want it with this particular person. How can yeah. I become better about it? It's about yeah. really living your truth, and it's okay. And the first thing to me personally is to really be wealthy within, healthy within, begin there. Mm -hmm. For sure, for sure. One of the other things that I, I've known some people that have done it, I've never done it because it, I'm like, I, I don't know what that is. It seems crazy. The, the fire cupping or the suction cu and suction mm -hmm. cupping. What mm -hmm. is that about energy? Tell, I mean, I'm not sure if people have ever seen it. You've probably seen the people with these, with these marks on their back and they've got these heated cups that they put on the skin. And I'm like, is this like bloodletting? I, I, I don't know, like with the leeches. I mean, people still use leeches for bloodletting. But what? tell us about the fire cupping and the suction cupping and what is the purpose? Okay, so the purpose of that is also it helps remove blockage. Um, so the best way of doing that and also removes toxicity. It also strengthens your immune system. And let me be very clear, not everyone can get that perform on them because it can weaken them. You know, so when this whole, um, a couple of years ago in the Olympics and they started talking about it, it's been around for years, but what happened sure, was everybody, yeah. everybody wanted a mass of that. And, and we have to be clear that never, everyone can have that because they'll weaken your system. But what it's specifically for is to release 
toxins, strengthen your immune system, and unblock blood that's stagnant and old. And the heat and the suction of it will allow that flow. Hmm. Interesting. Right? Love marks afterwards. So you have to make sure that you cover yourself afterwards. Don't take a shower immediately and don't let any wind go through because now your pores are open. Mm, I, okay. love I love it from that modality. The difference between the fire is there a difference between the fire cupping and the suction cupping, or is that the fire cupping creates the suction? You got it. You said it. Okay. okay. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I girl, this has been so um amazing. I am so glad that you have joined us today to talk about all the wonderful things that you do. And, and it's so great to know that um, you are available through telemedicine and your site is stunning. I love, I can just, I can just sit here and look at the beautiful in your beautiful picture. So thank you so much for joining us today. It's been great. Thank you for having me, Miss Taylor Sparks. I enjoy you as well. Yeah, I can't wait to Thank you. I can't wait to see you again. So if you all want to stay up to date with Dr. Flora, you could, of course, go to her website at florahealing.com. And you can also find her on her social media, Instagram at Flora Healing. And of course, on Facebook at Flora Healing. And then to stay up to date with Sisters of Sexuality, our website, of course, is sistersofsexuality.com. And if you have any questions for me or any of our guests, you can email me at sistersofsexuality at gmail.com. And the same for our Instagram. And of course, you can find me on my other site, Organic Lovin', L-O-V-E-N, all things Organic Lovin'. Thank you all for joining us. Please be sure to like, share, subscribe, and support our podcast. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Organic Lovin', for the bodies you love to love. How do people describe you? Are you curious? Playful, maybe sensual, adventurous. How about open-minded? The truth is, no matter who you are, Organic Lovin' has something to indulge your fantasies. We offer only organic, natural, and eco-friendly intimate body products, including vegan condoms, organic lubricants, body-safe sex toys, and sex-positive books. You won't find anything harmful in our products or toys. We also have a full range of other experiences including erotic seminars and exotic adult-only vacations. Receive our adult subscription box for a monthly sexual delight. Be educated, entertained, and informed. Organic Lovin'. For her, for him, for you. For the bodies you love to love. Visit OrganicLovin.com. We offer shipping worldwide, so stop by the site anytime. Organic Lovin'. That's L-O-V-E-N dot com.